What's going on, YouTube nights? It's Tuesday. Welcome to Lords of the Long Box and the cover price. Top 10 selling comic books for the week ending uh, 627. My God, we are almost in July. I'm going to about to get my Black Widow tickets as soon as this is over. And I'm going to, ah, oh, can't wait to see Loki tonight. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's that's oh, either right. near or there. While you guys congregate in the live chat, let's play some music so you guys have something to get hyped up to. You know what I'm saying? You know, just for a man, I'm going to play some somewhat classic rock for him. <laughs> Thank you, DJ Lady Style from Miami. <laughs> Shout out to all the YouTubeanites out there. Welcome to the Cover Price Top 10. I got my boys with me. Man, I'm going to say what's up to the good people. What up, everybody? Glad to be here. Always happy to talk some comics, see what's on the hot top 11. And uh, yeah, man. Yeah. And Justin, say what's up to the good people. What's going on, everybody? Tuesday night, just the three of us for a Lord show. It's always fun to see everybody in the live chat tonight. Shout out to Justin for uh, hosting for me on Thursday. He did a bang up job. He even left comments on his own video saying he was such a great host. That was very nice of him. That host was fire. He At least was. hit it with a troll account or something. Uh, no, no, he said it with his own. I don't think he has trolls. If he has a troll account, it's no. just Prime Nemesis, not Nemesis Prime. But this show is sponsored by good friends over at CoverPrice.com. Man, sign up to CoverPrice.com for a two-week free trial if you like what you see. $6.99 a month for price guides, collections, and trends. And this top 10 list every Monday, but you don't get the cool notes that we give you shows also sponsored by our good friends over at krscomics.com go to krscomics.com use discount code of lotlb to get 15 percent off any krs comics exclusives as well as any new comics that you have on the krs pool box you can use that same discount code 
And by the way, there's still some of these variants left. This super hot Mike Mayhew Moon Knight number one is still available. Ooh. This Clayton Crane, most of them are sold out, but I do believe you can still get cover A, and this is super hot as well. Also, this X X Men number one, uh, X23 Mike Mayhew variant, most of them are sold out, but there's still mm -hmm. a couple left. You could use the discount code of LOTOB. Save yourself some duck bones, you know what I mean? That's all it, what it's all about, right? So uh, go out there, show them some love. And they had a book, uh, this book dropped on Monday, I think, which is an oddity, um, right? Yes, they normally drop on yeah. Wednesdays and Fridays, so yeah. this one is hot. So um, they're, the Clayton Crane signing, uh, they have some VIP packages, and those all sold out uh, for um, coming December, July 16th. So there you go, man. Real soon, KRS HQ. Make sure you peep it out. Uh, once again, this is the Cup Price Top 10. As always, there's always one that doesn't quite crack the Top 10 list. And this week, that book is? Yeah, so that week, this week, we have at number 11, Silk number 4, the Jenny Frazon 1 in 25 variant. So Frazon's gorgeous cover was an immediate draw for collectors. Shops are fairly conservative these days, and ratio variants aren't easy to come by. Those who wanted a copy had to turn to online sales where it sold 42 copies, had a seven-day trend of 106%, had a high sale of $85 for a raw copy. I, I think it's she – I'm trying to remember. I mean, she was somewhat hot before, but I think something is killing the children really kind of put her – you know what I'm saying? Justin, mm -hmm. you probably know better than I since I'm – because I know Jenny Frizzan was fucking with a lot of DC variants before. Uh, yeah, she was – She was. She when she first came out, man, she was doing all the revival stuff. For image with uh mike with norton and uh god tim seeley but then yeah once she started doing those wonder womans and then the cat womans now uh she did that great uh gen bar um whatchamacallit the dr afro that yeah. was a nice killer out you know and that one came out of nowhere that one's fire right now too yeah but i think the something is killing the children really uh put her <laughs> into like the 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 j scott campbell the uh whomever put it, insert you know variant artist name here and if you look at this silk it's very something is killing the children it's the way the mask is i don't know call me crazy but you know how the on on the, that one cover that's really rare you know what i'm talking about uh and her half her face is covered um it's always on our damn shakers list the the uh, like the yeah second it's the main it's uh basically the first number six uh, right well, number one she did number yeah. one it's the uh final order cutoff that's yeah. the one you're thinking about but the number six the one in 25 is a ghost, like an yeah, it's like a 2K is, book in a 9.8. Yeah, that one's crazy expensive, but it looks like it's spilling over to uh, Silk from uh, 2021. There you go, some Silk love. So the runner-up is Silk number four, the Jenny Frieson variant, one in 25. All right, let's get right to it. What do we got for number 10? Number 10 is a uh, leftover from last week. So Dark Reign, Young Avengers number one from Marvel Comics in 2009. This one is, of course, speculating on content can be fun. And it's also stinging. Before Loki on Disney Plus started, the most speculation pointed out to other key books featuring a female Loki. But uh, one of the outlier books on that list was the first appearance of the new Enchantress, which has turned out to be the winner for uh, as we know of yet hopefully the last couple of uh, episodes will be changing but as most of you know by now the Enchantress aka Sylvia Lushton appeared on Loki episode 2 their first appearance is on fire the past couple weeks last week but it sold 44 copies 7 day uptrend of 102% and a high sale of $535 for a CGC 9.8 yeah so wow. They um, teased, you know how in the last before the last episode, they Marvel teased a poster with Sylvie Lushton on the cover. Mm -hmm. uh, 
this time they teased the timekeepers on their poster. So rumor is it mm. that the timekeepers will be shown who they are tonight on the episode. And it's not a spoiler because they are at least there was a mid season trailer. Most of it was a, a, a of a kind of a, a recap of what's been going on already, but they did show some new stuff and uh, another version of Loki showed up, Kid Loki. So that's I'm pretty sure that's going to start trending tonight. But I think the term variant is an amalgam, right? So basically, Sylvie Lushton yeah. is a mm-hmm. is a combination of the Enchantress and and Lady Loki. You know, so they instead of saying you know a mashup, it's it's definitely my I think my I, my guess is variants are time displaced versions of what we consider characters, right? So Sylvie mm-hmm. Lushton is a time displaced version of Loki that fucked up the timeline and that's where she is now and then we find out that they're all variants so man i'm really i'm digging uh, i'm really digging uh loki and where they're going with this because um there's also been rumors that tonight will be the actual introduction of the multiverse which i don't understand because didn't dr strange say talk about the most multiverse i don't know i guess they're gonna say yeah. you know um <laughs> you know show us the multiverse i mean you know i kind of think they already did that but uh it's gonna be fun regardless and i only have to wait till midnight so you suckers so there you go move to the west coast and you can watch it 12 12 o'clock and then go back home and then you can do it that way if you want to time <laughs> but dark rain young avengers number one the first appearance of sylvie lushton in the comics from 2009 you know we couldn't go out with a list without this book under this book is actually everywhere yeah man so number nine first shout out to Justin and a little silent gratification here for the Comic-Con podcast is he told me about this series when it first came out, man. Stray Dogs number one. This is going to be the Silence of the Lambs variant. The series is on fire. The horror homage covers are huge hit and multiple covers are rocketing up in price. One of these hot covers is a Silence of the Lambs variant. Sold 26 copies, had a seven-day trend of 176% and had a high sale $605 for a CGC 9.8. Man, this was by far one of the best suggestions Justin's given me. This is a great series, one through five. Awesome. You've got to be reading this. It was really, really cool. Hell yeah. Um, so what is the, what's the story about? Is it, is it like the Beast of Burden or is it actually about dogs? It's like uh, to Lady and the Tramp meets serial killers, <laughs> right? Yeah. To not give it away, it's about yeah. a group of stray dogs who are in a house and things happen and they all can talk to each other, but of course they can't talk to humans. Uh, and there's some horror stuff, horror themes involved in it. But yes. they also kind of have like memory issues too. They're almost like uh, it really reminded me of the what's the Ellen DeGeneres fish from Little oh. Finding Nemo. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you if you follow what, what people really dig in comics, do you remember Animosity? Remember that was yeah. hot yeah. for a minute. And the dogs and, and humans were like their pets. And then if you go back even further, there was a, a miniseries called Beasts of Burden, where they're like a group of uh, dogs and animals that uh, try to figure out supernatural uh, uh, mysteries. If, if you, huh. I'm telling you, it's a great read if you, if you like stray dogs, but it's probably not as horror as this, but Beasts of Burden is a great read. And it was optioned way back when. So it may be something you might want to think about picking up because it, it, I think it may be made into an animated feature for Netflix. But look up Beast of Burden. It's a, it's a fun little read. Oh, King of the Golden State. I'm glad you could show up just to show off. All right. All right. There you go. Three or three. We'll see how it goes, man. All right. So number nine on the list is Stray Dogs, The Silence of the Lambs. Variant. Um, that was my... Hannibal Lecter, by the way. <laughs> for those who are wondering on listening up back on the podcast, like, why is he doing that? All right, what do we got for number eight? 
Uh, number eight is another leftover book from uh, past couple weeks. So Nice House on the Lake, number one from DC Comics, the Black Label. This one is a James Tinian book. So keeping with the horror theme, of course, his new series, Nice House on the Lake, is again hitting our top 10. Last week, it sold 51 copies, had a seven-day uptrend of 102% and a high sale with $21 for this yeah. little limited it's, series. I mean, if you guys have been reading the tea leaves, like we always like to say, just if it's a you know known writer who's hot and it's a horror book, it's, it seems to be the perfect combination now. Or even mm -hmm. if you do a, a homage to a horror film or any film homage and like Silence of the Lambs, then you know what? That's the way to go. It seems to be for indie books, those are the ones that seem to hit our horror books. Because um, you know what? They're easy to tell somewhat contained stories. If you do a superhero story, they have to make like this long origin as villains and whatnot. So I think horror books are the way to go. If you want to do a, a, a you know, although it's a DC book, I mean, I would consider it a, an indie label because, you know, it's not part of the big continuity of DC. So I'm going to get it, but I'm going to say it's a, it's an indie book. So there you go. All right. For our number eight, we have number seven. What is it? Yeah. Number seven is another holdover from last week. We got Venom number nine. So we did kind of spoil this last night. Last time we were on here, we talked about uh, the final issue of Venom 35. So everyone should really know why Dylan Brock's first appearance is suddenly spiking and is directly connected to Donny Kate's last issue of Venom 200 oh, or Venom 35. And you said his name. <laughs> Shout the out books, to Donny Cates. Thank you for everything sold. you did on Venom, and we look forward to what you do on The Hulk. All right, so uh, let me go back to this. You know, if you yeah. say his name, then I have to do it. All right, so go back. I'm sorry. No worries. It sold 43 copies, had a seven-day trend of 123%, and had a high sale of $500 for a CGC 9.8. Damn. So, that book's Ooh. moving, man. Um, the thing is, like, you you know, you look back at some of the, all those Venom hot titles, the, the key is hope you, had, hope you had it slabbed and you're selling now because a lot of those books really, really dropped, you know what I mean? But this one mm -hmm. might hold for a while. Let's, it'll all depend on what Al Ewing does with the Venom moving forward, I feel like. Yeah, because you remember it was like in the middle of COVID and it was spec just gone crazy, right? It was uh, was a codex and then oh, it was virus, virus and codex. And yeah, all this stuff and null and this and that and ends up Dylan Brock is the one that's still standing. I mean, even remember null and all that craziness. And we yep. even told you, man, when they finished the run up on null, that that null book was probably going to drop like a rock. Because, you know, once they finish with a villain, you don't see villains come back every you know, the next time there's a major storyline, the, the villain may pop back up. But, you know, heroes, mm -hmm. that's the longer play, I think. You know, Dylan Brock is definitely going to be a hero, so we'll see. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, he's still kind of young, though. To be bad. I don't know. I mean, eventually they got to age him up somehow, right? I mean, you just can't have a, a 10 Hey, you never know. Throw him into, uh, you know, like a Young Avengers or the Champions team. Oh, yeah. Right? And he's just a guy. In a, he's a guy in a suit, man. And you can even see yeah. in the last issue, he makes his suit huge. So it's not like he's a little Venom. He's a huge Venom. <laughs> yeah. So he's like Shazam, right? Basically, right? A little kid Pretty in, much. A, in a, in a yeah. grown man body. There you go. It's so. actually more like a, you know, I, I very much in that last R or the last panel or whatever, it reminded me very much of like uh, Iron Man. It was almost like the suit opened up and he stepped out of it. You know what I mean? Oh, As nice. opposed to like the old, uh, like it kind of like, merging inside of him he definitely stepped like outside of it and he was standing outside the symbiote which i thought was kind of cool so i mean because we've mm -hmm. always thought of the symbiote kind of being part of uh, eddie brock himself right whereas this one seems more like he's putting on a costume or suit well, as you would say this one's different now because in the story he is actually cut off from the hive mind so this symbiote is like 
is different from any other symbiote. So there's new things that can happen now. And mm-hmm. now if, if I recall my reading by my memory gets bad in my old age, by the way, but the reason why the symbiote that connected on the 616, or excuse me, on Earth with Eddie Brock is because he was separated from a hive mind and it made him go crazy. The original storyline was the, the symbiotes themselves from Klinar or whatever, they were peaceful. But once you remove one from the hive mind, they kind of he that's why he was so bloodthirsty. If I if I recall reading that right, it was in one of the um, the Venom origins. What you know, they may have changed, but that, I mean, you know, obviously now it's 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 uh, totally different. I mean, when you first, if you remember Web of Spider Man and the first time like the symbiote was part of Spider Man, he wasn't mm-hmm. you know he wasn't chaotic evil yet. It was you know he was just bonded with them. But then you know I guess. This crazy backstory they built with like the history of the, the symbiotes and Eddie Brock is like Eddie Brock's is the only one that can merge with the symbiote because of basically his DNA or his or his his mental state, right? I mean that's the only mm-hmm. one that he bonded with. So be interesting to see. I think I I think Venom is in good hands with Al Ewing. He's a good writer, man. I th- yeah, I think I think definitely. He can do I'm excited. Stuff. Yeah. So number seven on the list is Venom number nine from 2018. That's a gnarly cover too, man. All right. Gotta have Spawn on the list. What do we got for number six? Ooh, Spawn Universe number one. This is the Brett Booth 1 in 50 sketch variant from Images came out last week. Uh, so with all the heat around Spawn, fans were all over this issue. It set the tables for the new four new Spawn spinoffs. Uh, this 1 in 50 is pretty tough to find, but it did sell 67 copies with a seven-day uptrend of 85% and a high raw sale of $130 for this awesome cover. Crazy. Bro, I gets down with Booth. I love Ooh, his art. Hell it's yeah. Still very, Booth, it's man. still very like 90s, you know, mm-hmm. his style. Uh, what was that book he did? I think he, what would he do? Um, he did uh, some of his best art. Was he did what Flash he did on the, for a while in New 52. Flash. Really awesome. I was going to say, have you watched his run that he did on um, Bloodshot? Teen Titans. Yeah, Ooh, Blood yeah. And Teen Titans, yeah. Yeah. His Bloodshot run, his art was fantastic on there. And he's one of those cats that kind of kept his 90s style. And I think it plays well nowadays because people are very much into the art style. But, man, Booth mm-hmm. gets down. I, I met I him a couple of years ago here at El Paso Comic Con. He was a real cool dude, man. Awesome. Easy to talk to. You know, unlike some some of the guys you meet are a little uh, not easy to talk to, some of these comic yeah. book guys. But he was cool, man. Real down Shout to out Yeah, Joey the Stone Master Kindred was an image book that uh, Brett Booth did mm. back in the 90s. So, hey, I said 90s. Where's our man Gabe? You know when he pops up as soon as I talk about image 90s books, man. So, <laughs> like Beetlejuice, uh, yeah, bro. Way underrated artist, man. I, You know, I, you know, because he does, I don't think he does many modern uh, variant covers. I know he does a lot of internal work, but does he do? I'm trying to think of any. No, uh, he's definitely more internal than uh, yeah. cover. Yeah, but that's gorgeous right there. Look at the, look at the details in the pencils in that. That is absolutely mm-hmm. fabulous. So Spawn Universe number one is uh i guess they're gonna be making like a king spawn and all this other stuff finally right i mean people have been clamoring for medieval i still have medieval spawn versus witchblade by the way (laughs) it was one of my favorite kind of runs man with medieval spawn i I always wish look man tom mcfarland made a bunch of toys that really never became comics like give me samurai spawn uh, sp- you know, all the different spawns that he was doing the toys for. Yo, give me a series for all those. I would be down to see Samurai Spawn, man. That would be dope. So, uh, speaking of, uh, so Spawn numbers, uh, number six, Spawn Universe number one. Speaking of Samurai, see how I queued that right up for you? <laughs> yeah, so another holdover from last week. We've got Usagi Ojimbo number 20. So, this issue's introduction of a new reoccurring character, Yukichi Yamamoto. 
has captured the market's attention, sold 51 copies, had a seven-day trend of 113%, and had a high raw sale of $29. I have a feeling, for some reason, Manimal has been the one that's getting this book every week because he's killing that name, man. He's got, he's, <laughs> like, he's, it's like rolls right off the tongue when he says it there, man. Dude, I work with, uh, my job, I have to say a lot of names from a lot of different places. So you kind of so you're learned, the antithesis, you're the roll antithesis of Otto then, basically. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Otto has a hard time with the English the English language, period. So He uh, he can't even say Adam Kubert. He calls him Adam Kubert. <laughs> Adam Kubert from the Kubert Report. It's <laughs> Shout fancy. Out to our, it's yeah, the fancy to our, Adam Kubert. Yeah. Shout out to our man Otto who's uh, somewhere out in Alaska getting a, a, a dog sleigh ride. That was the weirdest thing ever. I didn't even know you could do that, man. Uh, anyway, shout out to my man Otto and Aegis Comics Alaska. He headed up to the Pacific Northwest. Uh, shout out to all you guys who are surviving that crazy heat wave in North. Oof. Like 105 degrees in Seattle, dude. That is crazy. Oh, man. But, yo, it's summer, I guess. So, number five on the list, Yosagi Yojimbo, number 20 from IDW. So, what do we got for number four? Ah, number four, an oldie but goodie. Mm-hmm. Another one from, uh, you know, it's been on the past month or so. So, Marvel Superheroes, number, uh, Secret Wars, number three from Marvel Comics 1984. Uh, of course, announced a couple weeks ago, Jamila Jamil is casting as the She-Hulk villain, Titania. She's been steadily moving these copies uh, this week. Move 32 copies, seven day uptrend of 196% and a high raw set, high sale of $203 for a CGC 9.6. I hope everybody still has this because, you know, I would imagine a lot of people like collected the entire run, right? You know, so you have one through 12. So, you know, this has been slept on for a while, man. So uh, it's good to see, man. Uh, It's crazy. Uh, Just 9.6 for 203 bucks. And you know what? I'm going to say, man, this, I, find this in a wild for in a 9.8 it's not that easy i don't know why i mean you know it just it just you know it just seems like every time i see him it's like oh it's v it's vf it's got a ding here it's it's you know even uh, number one is is, is hard to find because i you know i this is one of the probably biggest crossover if you think about it in 1984 i mean prior to that there was what contest of the champions but this was mm-hmm. really a crossover from marvel where they really it was all characters from mm-hmm. you know they a little bit from everywhere so and how can we ever forget the beyonder with the shoulder pads come on the <laughs> mullet and the mullet oh and the God. shoulder pads oh man especially if you remember the sequel to this right marvel secret war secret wars 2 that was mm-hmm. 80s at its worst or best. I had considering how you do it because the Beyonder had the mullet. He had like the white blazer with the shoulder pads. That's all I remember. Because remember, the Beyonder came to Earth and he was trying to figure out why humans are the way they are. Because, you know, when he, you know, so he was just showing up on Earth. He had a mullet and he had a, mm-hmm. he, had a he had a blazer on with shoulder pads. So there you go. That's all I remember from Marvel Superhero Secret Wars, number uh, the, the sequel. So, but this time it's, on the four on the list is Marvel Superhero Secret Wars number three. The original series from 1984. Hey, we got another uh, we got another version on this list at number three. Yeah, man. So don't be surprised. We got number three is Stray Dogs again, but the original issue, number one, the original cover. So last week, raw copies for this hot series spiked to over $100 with 55 copies sold and a seven-day trend of 163%. However, it's the fact that a CGC 9.8 hit a new high of $410 that has everyone kicking themselves for passing this series over. And just to let you know, I might have one of these books that's ending on an auction in like an hour right now. So if you're looking for it, get over there. Yeah, because you know a lot of people sleep on cover A's. When you go to your LCS, right? Uh-huh. Everybody's grabbing like cover B, cover C, or the variants, and cover A's just sitting there. And there you go. Look at that cover A, 
Four to ten dollars and nine point eight. Crazy, man. Does when yep. did this come out? Uh, Dude, five like months, months ago? ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah. So is there any is there any spec on it right now that somebody is saying there's a show coming or anything like that? Or is this just pure organic comic book hype? It's just a great read, man. I mean, yeah. the artwork looks like the perfect Disney animation. Of course, I don't see mm -hmm. Disney picking this up. It's dark. Um, yeah, that's what I heard. Could be a Netflix animated, maybe. You know, who knows? Yeah. Yeah, but I heard like uh, you know, if you're a dog lover, then you might want to turn. You <laughs> turn. Uh, there's some uh, stuff going on with that. Uh, I want to spoil it too much, but anyway. All right, number three on the list is Stray Dogs. Number one, Cover A from Image. Look at that, guys. You know, sometimes Cover A's you got to get the Cover A's too. All right. Hey, this book is still on this list. Or was this on this list last week, or was this after no. it was announced? It all right. Well, there, all right. So number two on the list, boys and girls. If you've been watching the show and paying attention. Man, this one's awesome. Uh, Madam Xanadu number one from DC Comics from 1981. So HBO and DC are slowly building towards their Justice League Dark series. And last week's announcement that the DC Comics has Madam Xanadu series in the works with Bad Robot. This news helped move her solo series, 47 copies, seven day uptrend of 198% and a CGC high sale of $150 in a CGC 9.8 which I just think is uh, a great price because I think the first appearance is just kind of uh, outpriced people. Yeah. Uh, so the first appearance is doorway of Night nightmare. Yeah. Doorway of nightmare. Um, and we had that on a long-term spec list and yeah, that book. And from what I understand of the character in the doorway to nightmare, she was like a more like a, a host or, you know, crypt keeper type person on that show. Right. Uh, that book, right. She, where mm -hmm. she kind of just introduced these weird stories, but I yep. think in this, she's actually a full bone uh, magic character. And the, mm -hmm. the series for HBO max is just called Madam X, but obviously everybody, you know, realized it was Madam Xanadu. So interesting that, you know, we're getting, I, I, I think maybe cause JJ Abrams obviously is uh, you know, bad robot. I think what he's doing and I hate to piss off DC folks, but I think he's taking the Marvel method, of maybe introducing characters in solo series and then doing a Justice League dark film uh, series or film for on uh, HBO Max. Um, oh yeah, it worked for Marvel. And the characters yeah. have legs, man. They can they can have their own storylines. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm totally down with Justice League Dark. I love I loved all that. Uh, yeah. Bringing Constantine, uh, Etrigan, um, you know, uh, was it uh, Detective Chimp was also a part of the Justice League Dark too, right? Yeah, dude, they got Ragnall in there now too. Yeah, shout out to Ryan sitting oh, on his detective chimp. He's Ragman. waiting for his detective chimp book to <laughs> blow up. Chimp, yeah. <laughs> what was it? Something Rex the dog? Was that the first? Yeah, Rex the detective? Wonder Dog. Rex the Wonder Dog. <laughs> Only Ryan would have something like that. That's crazy. But you know, he's gonna look like a genius when that book pops. So number two on the list, Madam Xanadu. Number one, my theory on why it's called Madam X is they don't want to confuse uh, people with the Olivia Newton-John movie Xanadu. Remember that? <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yes, yeah. there was Olivia Newton-John and I believe it was some type of fantasy film on roller skates is what I could barely remember. I just remember there's a cool ELO song into it. There's a Olivia Newton-John song on there. So there you go. Xanadu. But it's just going to Madam X sounds more mysterious than Madam Xanadu. You are uh, old, Tim. Come on, everybody remembers Xanadu, right? Dude, I had a mad crush mm -hmm. on Olivia Newton Johnson's Grease when she donned the leather. Oh, come on, man. She was hot. Anthony, Madam Xanadu, number one, is number two on the list from 1981. Good to see a book from the 80s on here. When, uh, look at that. Number one is uh, this is the third time this book has appeared on this list, or at least the title. Yeah, this is crazy that this, this one shows up, and oh, it actually dope. really speaks to the variant aspect here so straight dogs number five the friday the 13th variant so while this stray dogs friday the 13th homage isn't the heavy 
price hitter like the Silence of the Lamb, seven or the mega hitter Blair Witch variant. This recent issue was hot right out the gate and was an instant ten dollar book. Sold sixty one copies, seven day trend of three hundred ninety seven dollars, and at a high raw sale of twenty three dollars. These horror homages are definitely a thing right now. You know, what's kind of disappointing about this is that these are really cool. But do you remember when Deceased came out and they had like all those horror homages as well? And I thought those were awesome, man. But they just did not spike like these books are. Um, Well, I mean, uh, because I think this is a combination of a hot comic as well as a cool variant. Whereas Deceased was, you know, just another, you know, you're talking about DC's Deceased, right? Right. Yeah. But DC has also done a history of homages because I remember they did the Enter the Dragon one for and, um, there was a Catwoman or Batgirl uh, Purple Rainbow one uh, mm-hmm. for the movie poster, and also uh, the Matrix. Uh, they were doing those movie covers. Where Marvel was doing like hip hop covers, DC was doing like movie posters, which is cool. You know, you had a little bit one of each. So, Stray Dogs number five, the horror. Mo- what do one of you guys like better? You like this Friday Thirteenth better? Or you like this? I, I, I like our Silence of the Lambs better. You know I what? Show you. This one, there was one that came out and I missed it. It was like a twenty dollars book and it sold out. It was number five. They did an it homage. That's what ah. geek geek out with Roscoe's talking about. And I got to look wow. that up because I'm a massive it fan, bro. Dude, it was like twenty dollars. It was exclusive to Bird City Comics. I said I was like, I was like, yeah, maybe I'll buy it, but I didn't get any of the other books. I was like, I'm not gonna buy this, and now it's sold out. I got to look at it. So that yeah. one is uh, the one like uh, it with the balloon and the clown. Yeah, version. and the, there's the uh, the little pug. In the, uh, yeah. in the comic is the uh, is George. I feel Day. like it has been homage a lot, or maybe it's because of that. Oh, book. I kept on cool. thinking. I kept on thinking of that. So that we is shall cool, see, man. All right, uh, that was it, man. We kept it nice and clean. And right about thirty, it was one hundred and eighty. You watching? Shout out to everybody in the live chat. Um, so yeah, that was a that was a cool list, man. A lot of leftovers from last week. Uh, so uh-huh. it was interesting. Uh-huh. Um, I have a feeling when Moon Knight comes out, that's gonna blow up. There, I meant, or maybe not, because there seems to be tons of variants for it. It'd be interesting to see which variant actually sticks for Moon Knight. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Um, because I've seen some cool ones. Uh, speaking of which, if you like a cool Moon Knight cover, um, I think. You should get this from KRS Comics because that is a Stephen Platt homage right there. Uh, so that's still available. This is still available. And this is still available on KRS Comics. If you want to use the discount code LOTLB, I do believe some cover A's and cover B's are left and some slabs are left in 9.8s. If you guys are interested, go hit up our friends at KRS Comics. Use discount code of LOTLB and you save yourself 15% off. How cool is that? Uh, and that's it, boys and girls. Um, we'll be back Thursday. Because Star Wars one dropping this week. High really? Republic. Yeah. The, oh, the Mike Mayhew Mayu one? Yeah. Sent, yeah. I sent that one to you guys. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that drops on, on Friday. We'll, yeah. we'll have the uh, we'll have the full art for you on uh, on Friday. From uh, we like to tease it on Thursday, so you guys can uh, <laughs> get it on there. But hey, uh, enjoy Loki tonight. So I'll be uh, checking that out at midnight. So I'm making sure I stay up. Justin, any last words? Uh, no, I mean you know Zach will take care of the uh, the podcast stuff. Thanks everybody for joining us tonight. It's been a fun, quick list. Uh, the chat has been killing it all night, so that's really awesome. And um, that's it for me. And James, the king of the Golden State, was not perfect, and he's even talking about, <laughs> "Am I going to get a perfect game again?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jinx Zach, what do you, Zach, what do you got, man? Yeah, like Justin said, uh, check out the Comic Con podcast on Apple, iTunes, Spotify. Great last episode, by the way, our man J Two Ramirez is on <laughs> yeah. there. That was fucking awesome. I that really enjoyed that, man. That we're gonna fun. have another. Uh, we're gonna have another good guest this week. Um, there's some theme that's going on on the IG comic book community right now, something really big and hot, and this guy represents it and is going to give a lot of information about it. So you definitely want to check out this episode if you want to learn about, I don't know, 
different things, whatnot, stuff like that. So, oh, you're gonna have Where's Waldo on your show? Yeah, yeah Where's Waldo? Um, <laughs> but no, check it out. We are going to have AKA Mr. Bolo is going to be on there talking about the Whatnot app. So, cool stuff, man. A lot of informative things and cool ass dude, good friend. So, should be awesome. Yep. Tune in. Yeah, Mr. Bolo will actually be on the show uh, for the Shaker Show. So, right. uh, until mm-hmm. then, boys and girls, uh, we will catch you uh, Thursday for the Shakers of the Week. Until next time, stay cool, stay hydrated, and keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out. That one's too long. Now let's do this. Rewind, select town, come again. Pull up that from the top to the very last. Jump, 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 jump. Who are you to make their lives bitter in hard bondage?